Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, you're not that enslaved mind, but you, this is digital. And you need to share these broadcasts far and wide. A couple of program notes before we join our esteemed guest, Jamie Walden. Uh, we have now a uh, podcast service for these broadcasts that run at the bottom of our website and they're trying to fix it so it shows up in every article as well too so you're going to want to check that out and people have already given us great feedback and our uh, listenership has exploded since we've done this but so you want to check that out also too don't forget about the common sense show tv uh we're over there and uh we own the platform so no one can censor us kind of reminds me of that uh, song by the beatles no one can tell us what to do an octopus in the garden so to speak well we're that octopus and we're in our own garden uh, we're also on red state talk radio global star radio network kyh radio and a whole host of other places so lots of places you can find us we're also on youtube but i use that as my beginner's course because of the severe censorship that goes on there so we try to catch people on the beginning of the learning curve and say hey here's what's going on did you know about have you heard about and then as they get deeper into what we do then we educate them over here so that's what we do anyway first i want to tell you something i'm really happy to announce this um I have all the respect in the world for Mike Lindell. He's a man of courage and conviction. He's a fellow Christian. He has stuck his neck out in uh, pursuit of voter integrity, election integrity, and uh, he's paid a big price. And his people approached us and said, would you like to represent my pillow? And I said, would I? I said, my wife has already bought almost all your products. They go, we'll send you samples that we already have them. <laughs> but send us the slippers. Well, anyway, here's the deal. They like us, so they're giving you over half off everything, two for one. Sometimes there's 80% off depending on the product. So if you go to MyPillow.com, if you go to MyPillow.com, you're going to be able to access this, these sales, and you'll see, oh my gosh, so MyPillow.com backslash Hodges with the coupon code Hodges. How does that sound? Pretty cool, huh? Anyway, um just really want to push that hard uh don't forget about the food sales too preparewithdave.com we've already been through all of the reasons why you need it if you don't have two years and seeds well okay you're missing the boat so anyway on to jamie walden um jamie has an unbelievable background uh first of all he speaks god's truth and i think that's probably the most important thing he does uh, Jamie and I have shared some conferences together here, the Watchman conferences. So it's really cool to do that. And uh, his talks are timely. Uh, he's a crowd favorite. It's because he speaks the truth. But he's done some things in the past that qualify him to make observations. He's uh, been in the military, combat veteran, um, helped lead troops into Baghdad in the Gulf War. So no, no light duty, and uh, he's also been involved in uh, rescue operations in terms of helping people who are sick and in need. Uh, he's done law enforcement, and there's probably five other things I'm leaving off. Jamie, I'm sorry. I thought I had your biography memorized, but unfortunately... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm not that important. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. And he also has this base camp that is under construction. I'd love to go up there, but... I am having eye surgery, and I am limited in my travels, 
Uh, oh man, I believe while. that. Yeah, we actually just had our first major event last weekend, and it was uh, I heard it was no joke. So we've been working for ten months to host that thing, and we we just kicked it off last weekend out here in the outside Durango, Colorado, and and it's pretty awesome what the Lord's doing out here. Yeah, tell tell me what you're trying to accomplish with the space camp before we jump into the issues of the day. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's kind of multifaceted, you know. So we do a lot of like family enrichment and resiliency training. You know, that's a big thing is bringing families together and and through shared experiences, outdoor adventure, you know, with uh, a biblical worldview and gospel is building families to be resilient for the days that aren't coming, as Steve Quayle says, but the days that are now that are currently going on so we're doing that as well as um you know we do have a a church plant going on here and we're like an event venue to host um different smaller like boutique type events out here so we got a mix of things going on you know i always have several different irons in the fire getting ready to head out to tennessee with doug thornton there wrecker and uh we're doing a uh, firearms training course out there in um, in Tennessee. People can go to his website and check that out here in a couple weeks. And I don't know, always got a couple of things going on, working on some uh, film stuff with Tim Alberino and Expedition we recently did in Peru and getting that cut up for the network uh, TV um, producers or whatever the case is and hopefully getting ready to uh, – start preparing for the next tv season and then actually i think it looks like i'm i'm uh maybe hitting i gotta pray about it but it looks like i may be leading a team into kiev here in about two or three oh, weeks oh so. my 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 <clears throat> my we'll pray for your safety be very very careful yeah so. i know it, it's interesting timing i was just reading this maybe that's a kind of a good lead-in for tonight but I was just reading about the uh, the Russian generals and, and um, ministry head, a Department of Defense from Lavrov, Sergey Lavrov, talking about you know this major offensive that they're wanting to do in three weeks, specifically against Odessa and Kiev, um, with regards to him full-on outing the U.S. bioweapons lab. And here's what's interesting about this, Dave, is he says basically they're taking the the higher road the the higher the moral high ground and saying it's ultimately to protect the world from another pandemic from the US's hand so they're saying it's a necessity that they go on full on uh you know combined arms based exercise um air and ground forces you know a, a coordinated attack against Kiev they said because of the US bioweapons lab in there to protect the world from another pandemic i really can't argue with the logic um i cover in 2014 i, I don't you probably don't know this but uh, in 2014, <clears throat> I covered the debacle in Ukraine and how the, the Russians were kicked out and how assassination was the main ploy and the CIA was behind a lot of it and they assassinated all these Russian-friendly uh, political figures to replace them with Ukrainian nationalists. And uh, I, I also reported at that time that... Devin Hunter, or yeah, no, Devin um, Archer and uh, Hunter Biden transported a virus on Air Force Two to Wuhan, but I didn't know it was COVID. This is 2014. And uh, little did I know how this would come back and become a significant issue several years later. So I, listen, I'm in full agreement with Putin. I'm not a Putin apologist, but. Jamie, I want to get your reaction to this. Um, to me, we're looking at digital coming in, Canada, U.S., the NATO nations, you know, basically Europe, and the rest of the world seems to be following Putin's lead by going gold-backed currency. In fact, they're even combining with the Chinese to produce a world currency that's gold-backed. And I know most of Latin America is going that direction. It looks to me like Ukraine is the war between what will someday be the mark of the beast with digital versus gold-backed. I hate to say that Russia's on the right side of this economic issue, but they are. No, it's it's interesting. That's funny. I have a little note sitting on my desk in front of me. It says technocratic beast system. <laughs> that's all it says. And that's kind of the, the only talking point I have listed. But it is, it is interesting timing that they are ushering out this technocratic beast system. I mean, when you look at the U.S. hyperinflationary economy, 
Uh, the fact that Saudi Arabia just formally came out and announced that they're pivoting towards the BRICS nation, the BRICS nation, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa are all a gold-backed currency. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at the insolvency of the U.S. economy and in league with that is the fact that today in Canada under Trudeau is that he they made this announcement. You know, I don't know where it's at in their parliamentary process, but that they are rolling out this digital identity program along with the U.S. and Biden saying that they're going to roll out their central bank digital currency. So you do have this juxtaposition, right, this clash of a war for the rollout of the technocratic B system, gold back versus blockchain technology. And I, I've said this for the last six or seven years that I am utterly convinced or of a strong persuasion, we'll say 99% confident that the infrastructure of the B system is blockchain technology, not, not cryptocurrency. I didn't say cryptocurrency. I said blockchain technology. The technology that undergirds cryptocurrency also undergirds all the threat fusion centers and undergirds the social credit score system and undergirds all the uh, socialized healthcare systems that they're all trying to integrate. The blockchain technology is the singular integrating component of all these bases to create a technocratic B system, which produces counterfeit omniscience and counterfeit omnipresence through technology, right? It's war against the most high. So it's all about counterfeiting what God does. They're doing it through AI, quantum computing, threat fusion center, blah, 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 you name it. And it's all integrated together through this blockchain technology technology so there really is this major push going on right now in real time so when you have all the freak shows of the world economic forum you know even what's his name harari coming out and saying that human beings will no longer be a part of the story of the future he just came out and say that yeah. human beings will not be a part of the story of the future period he said now because of ai and technocratic processes that there needs to be i mean i'm paraphrasing but this is the this is the paraphrase there needs to be an eradication of masses masses of humanity because they're no longer needed because everything has been integrated through AI and technology and that we're not a part of the future story, right? This is that whole transhumanism agenda. But it, it is going down in real time. So when you have these freak shows of the World Economic Forum, right, these Luciferian child sacrificing, blood drinking, adrenochrome drenched weirdies, um, they, they know exactly where they're taking this. And when they use the word the Great Reset – for those who are in the faith and in tune with scriptures, you can insert the Great Tribulation. Their Great Reset is the biblical Great Tribulation. And they have to foment, they have to terraform the earth with unbridled fear, panic, chaos, death, destruction, global population reduction, global controlled famine, manipulation of, the, of, of weather systems and things like this. They have to counterfeit all these things so that at the appointed time after they love it after they've let it ride for a certain amount of time at the appointed time they can come in and usher in with a counterfeit great awakening a counterfeit light and a counterfeit new governmental system of peace and security and with flatteries deceiving many so this is where it's all going dave yeah let's let's kick this organizational structure around for a second let me tell you how i see the structure and then i'd like you to comment on it feel free to modify uh i believe that you know the quiet bankers so to speak the bank of international settlements and so forth that they're really running things and they do so through organizations like the world economic forum that's training world leaders to fall into place but they also control each nation's deep state the deep state enters into agreements with top politicians to sell out their countries in uh, pursuit of joining the new world order what do you think yeah, absolutely. I mean, the BIS, for, for the listeners that aren't familiar with it, the Bank of International Settlements is at the root of the entire Luciferian structure. Uh, so much so that they've modeled their corporate headquarters after the Tower of Babel, which is interesting given that that all of the true occultic, the true adepts, we're not talking about the weirdo Satanists running around with guy liner on, right, and, and uh, their upside-down crosses, but the legit Luciferian Satanists, they are 
all come under this guise of Nimrodian worship. That's what the Vatican is modeled after. That's what Washington D.C. and our obelisk, our, our phallic symbol Nimrod, is modeled after. That's what every. That's what the Eiffel Tower is modeled after. The entire globe, mo- almost every major urban center on the face of the earth, is centered around the worship of Nimrod. And the Bank of International Settlements is the headquarter of that, that Nimrodian worship. And why that's important is because truly. The love of money is the root of all evil. Not money itself, but the love of money because with money comes unbridled power. And so for whatever reason, they've chosen this to be their mechanism of influence over the whole face of the earth. And so the Bank of International Settlements is the top tier of the trickle down. So so like when we – you know, we want to focus in – and this is their ploy, right? We want to focus in on the – on the on the witchcraft of Hillary Clinton on honor spirit cooking on all these other weirdies and these podestas and the Hollywood freak shows and the Washington D.C. freak shows and everywhere in between right Atlanta is a hotbed of child sex trafficking you name it right there the the city of London and London proper that worships Gog and Magog as their chief deities of their cities and they have this huge parade to worship Gog and Magog every year in the city of London. All this Druidic Celtic stuff, it's all interconnected, Dave. I know I'm I'm like fire hosing, but it's all interconnected. But they at the root of it, we they want us to focus in on its low We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time level stuff right these these uh are quote-unquote elected officials use that word super loose right <laughs> we we know the truth but are right, these officials that are in power that have taken power we focus on on, on them but they are actually cannon fodder for the true global elite they're, they're like the scrubs they're the b team if even the b team they are they are the useless eaters the the clintons and the bushes and the and these and the bidens and these public figureheads are specifically and intentionally strategically put out in place to be the the object of your scorn and of your reproach and of all the division and derision they're meant to be there so that you don't focus on the true head and actually the global elite mock and scoff these low-level people like the 
the Bidens of the Clintons. They they know they're they are literally useless eaters to the true adepts. So, yeah, it all it all goes uphill to the BIS. Yeah, uh, I think we see it the same way. It's uh, pretty scary what's going on. But um, you know, when I heard uh, Biden say "build back better" during the campaign, I went and checked out what that meant, and it took me right to the World Economic Forum. Surprise, surprise. Yep. Yeah, it's it's interesting when you look at like uh, you know this this uh, Harari guy, you know, uh, along with Klaus Schwab and. And all these other, um, you know, names that are becoming familiar in our in our lexicon, um, it is it all comes from the same source. You know, I'm I'm sure you've probably seen those even the compilation videos of our national media from the local level all the way up to the national level. No matter how remote of a news station they are, they are all reading the same exact script yes. every single day. Yeah, it is all a controlled narrative from top to bottom. You know who really does a good job covering that is Tucker Carlson when they jump from pundit to pundit on the left media, and it's word for word what they're saying. There's no question. Verbatim. Yeah, they are verbatim reading the same script across the whole nation every day. Yeah. Um, Well, in the opening, you mentioned three of my favorite people, um, Doug, Bob, and uh, Timothy Alberino. And um, Doug and I did a couple shows in the last five days. It's our opinion, if they can't indict and convict Trump, they're going to assassinate him. Do you have a position on that? Yeah, you know, it's that's that's a hard one. I mean, I can see him definitely wanting to work that angle. I think at the end of the day, their goal is to, you know, they call it a tactical decapitation, right, or a faint maneuver militaristically. And to do a tactical decapitation is to, uh, for lack of a better word, neuter a particular base. But in my opinion, it's not necessarily that they want to neuter a base. They want to foment anything that gives them plausible deniability for the great reset so everything has to be filtered through that lens of what are they trying to achieve okay they printed 40 percent of the currency ever from the beginning of the history of the u.s 227 years whatever it is they have printed 40 percent in just the last year alone they are strategically hyperinflating the money devaluing the currency defaulting on everything under the sun and what they need more than anything is plausible deniability so is an assassination attempt one way to go so that they can then foment civil war and make it a a left versus right paradigm and keep everybody distracted and divided absolutely whatever it takes to create chaos just like with 9-11 right we know the the plane that struck that that section of the pentagon or the plane sorry the missile the missile that struck that (laughs) section of the pentagon had been completely emptied out except for the accounting office that magically whatever it was several days before had been spoken of on the congressional floor that they couldn't account for several billion dollars and then oh that whole wing of the Pentagon just happened to be emptied out except for the accounting office, and it gets hit by a missile. So, like, they're willing to go to great lengths to create the plausible deniability to achieve the strategic outcomes that they that they want. So, you know, an assassination attempt or a feigned assassination attempt to me is by no means off the table. I, I mean, we know how far they're willing to go. Look at Oklahoma City. You know, look at 9-11. Look at, look at ISIS, the creation of ISIS. In the Levant, sending them to to do a blood cleansing of the entire Levant of uh, Judeo-Christian value, like they will stop at nothing to get what they want. Interesting, you'd say that. Um, when I take a look at the scenario to assassinate, Doug and I talked about this a number of times. You could do an execution killing like John Kennedy, uh, which was public and on purposely on public, or you could do a mass casualty event where you kill thousands and, and Trump or some figure would be your designated target, but you hide the assassination within the event. Um, I think, I think isn't that interesting, Dave? That they they gave us that predictive programming with the show, the designated survivor. Bingo! Oh and, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, they they strategically gave that predictive programming, and you know what the narrative was that was stringing throughout that whole thing was that it was 
it was a right-wing conservative extremist that did a mass casualty incident to cover up the death for one guy that they wanted. That's what the whole premise of the movie of that TV series, Designated Survivor, is centered on. Well, is that interesting that you would uh, jump to that point? Um, I wasn't even going to bring that up, but yes, I have talked about Designated Survivor. Uh, I, wow, that that's pretty remarkable you connected that dot. I was thinking almost like a Trump rally, two birds with one stone, but you know who knows what's on their mind. But I do believe if they don't indict and convict him, I do think that they will indict and convict him at the lower court levels because the trial will be in D.C. And I think you could convict Donald Trump of uh, murdering Abraham Lincoln if it was held in D.C. So, yeah, no so, yeah. so I think that that's a possibility, but it'll get overturned to the Supreme Court. But the problem is, how long will it take? There's the cloud over the midterm that helps the Democrats. And then you've cast a shadow on Trump, you know, where your defamation's on page one, but the retaction's on page 55. Uh, that's the damage I think they're trying to do to Trump, you know, smear him as yeah, a, as yeah, a traitor. It's, yeah. it's kind of one of those things like, uh, you know, I saw it all the time in law enforcement is all somebody has to do is bring up an allegation of, uh, you know, let's say downloading child porn or rape. It doesn't have to be true in any way whatsoever. All they have to do is publicly say it. Now that guy's ruined for life. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it gets, like you said, redacted on page 58. If there, if it gets completely refuted and, and rebuttaled, if it gets completely thrown out and dismissed, it doesn't matter. The damage is already done. And so that's the thing with their mainstream media and, you know, the Luciferian elite is they know that and they know they're, are you kidding me? They have the world's leading sociologists and psychologists. These aren't dummies. They know exactly the the attention span of the normal average american citizen they know what they receive and don't receive they also have ai uh computers that are telling them exactly when where and what time to say what thing to garner the particular response they don't even have to brainstorm about it anymore because they have these quantum computers operating at levels we don't even understand that are telling them through the metadata of social media and everything else all this metadata exactly what to do and how to do it and what they can get away with and when they can get away with it so um yeah it, it's one of those things where it is hard to adequately discern because it you from the one perspective and that's why i try to look at it from all sides it's like from the one side you would think that if they push hard to do this indictment of trump or however it works out is that then they would galvanize and rally the conservative base, the right base, for the midterm elections. Or they do it with the hopes that, given their computational algorithms, that it will rally the left base and they will overcome the right base. So it is really hard to discern. Like It seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot, that it's the most idiotic move ever to make this push against Trump. But at the same time, they have... Uh, they have means of informed speculation that we don't even understand. Interesting you'd say it that way, because I think you're exactly right about AI. Um, and predictive programming comes into that as well, too. And there's absolutely no question. Uh, what happens next in this whole fiasco um, with the raid on Trump? Do you think they're going to release the affidavit? Are they going to reveal the details or are they going to seal it till they go to court? I've, I think they're going to seal everything because it's one of those things where you open a can of worms. And ultimately, this is my my informed speculation now, is that the whole thing is centered on Trump having the Epstein flight logs. That's what it's all centered on, right? We, we know that oh. the judge that issued the warrant was on Lolita Express. Uh, everybody's seen the pictures going around the Internet of Ghislaine Maxwell rubbing his bare feet on the Lolita Express on their way down to Epstein Island, right? We know that there's multiple heads of our federal law enforcement agencies that are indicted on those on those lists and stuff like that. So ultimately what it boils down to is it's all related to the global child ritualistic sacrifice rape system that is – out of the U.S., through the Ukraine, and then to the rest of the world. So again, we got to go. We got to go macro. We say this all the time. We got to go macro. It's all interconnected. Ukraine is 
Ukraine is central to understanding Epstein Island. It's central to understanding the coronavirus fiasco. It's central to understanding the U.S. political elite and the money laundry schemes. So is the island of Cyprus, which magically had that uh, that whole bank run and 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 uh, digital banking collapse there several years ago as a beta test for how they could do it over the whole world. And they cleaned out the Russian oligarchs. So it's like all these things are interconnected and 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 it. So in our myopic nature, we can go – we can get hung up on what is going on with Trump and the FBI, but, it, but it's not about Trump and the FBI. It's about the bigger picture of the whole global theatrics that are in play right now in real time. And, and if we get lost in the muck and the mire of the nuances of it, we miss the big moves, the bigger move that is being made in real time. And the bigger move, in your opinion, is? It's – the a complete restructuring of the global order it's it's a complete restructuring and it will come through it will come through warfare which begets economic which begets food and famine which begets ultimately pestilence which begets a restructuring of the entire um governmental or power control structure of the whole face of the earth and and what most people don't understand is it can happen incredibly quickly um, that's something that I look at all the time, uh, biblically from a biblical worldview and scripturally is the suddenly. Scripture is constantly, constantly the Lord God Almighty through his servants, through his prophets, through the word, even through end times prophecy is constantly speaking to the suddenly, suddenly in an instant, in a single day, in a single hour, in the suddenly while people are unaware. It happens so quickly, just like, uh, that the Babylonian are um, when uh, the Medio Persians came and took over Babylon as they're laughing and lounging, drinking out of the golden vessels of God. And that, that very night that the handwriting was on the wall, they were sacked and they were all killed that very night. And so what people don't understand is and this is where my mind goes, you know, militaristically um, from the stratagem based within that is is. The logistics that it took for them to mobilize, to move across open terrain, I've done a study on it. It said they would have mobilized and for over two and a half years, several million, like 1.5 million Medio Persians with the logistics and the supply chains to come against Babylon that very night. And you're telling me nobody saw it coming? No, there wasn't one. There wasn't one spy. There wasn't one scout. There wasn't one envoy or or emissary that said, "Hey, look, this is what they're getting ready to do." Hey, look, this is what they're getting ready to do. But here's the truth of the matter: is they, they probably were doing that, but the hubris and the arrogancy of the Babylon, which I posit that America is mystery Babylon, the hubris and the arrogancy said, "It'll never happen to us. We'll never be a widow. We'll never see harm. We'll we're, nobody will would ever dare come against us." And yet, in a single day and a single hour it was done it was all done instantly and so prophetically speaking that's what we see in the scriptures and that's what i think we see coming for the whole face of the earth i think this time of the grinding action right wars rumors of wars famine pestilence earthquakes in diverse places right uh uh, the great apostasy men abandoning the faith all that's been going on for the last 50 60 80 years Right now, I believe that we're in the season and in the time of a suddenly. And that's what's going to catch everybody off guard. So how will it come? Will it be, uh, for our country, will it be civil war? Will it be World War Three? a simultaneous civil war, World War Three? What do you see? I see, and you, you and I uh, have talked about this at length in the past, but I see a full-on kinetic invasion in subjugation of America within about 72 hours. That's what I, I see. I see it being a amphibious assault from the northwest, um, ground troops up from the south and from the north Minnesota border. And then I see strategic um, missile attacks on our major urban centers and critical infrastructure all at the same time. So it'll be a coordinated attack. And, you know, from and I know that you've you've covered this at length and have done seminal work on it. But when you look at the even all the documents from Wei, Wei, Wei Feng, I can never say his name right. And all the other uh, joint chiefs of the Chinese military, along with the Russian. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. They have extremely great products, as you all know. 
Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. In, uh, um, what would be the word? That they're, they're, they're jesting at the U.S. of what they're capable of with their underwater cable cutters and their, you know, Poseidon 2, you know, uh, um, uh, self-cavitating torpedoes and stuff like that and their hypersonic weapon systems and the fact that I, I mean I think about this all the time Dave too like okay so when you look at the mystery schools Poseidon is highly highly exalted in the occultism and as is Lucifer and actually Poseidon is a variation an etymology an etymological uh, um, um, deviation of Lucifer but isn't it interesting that Russia's number one missile is the Satan, and then Russia's number two missile is the Poseidon, and they keep saying that they're going to come upon the U.S. You know, and 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 obviously, I think out, you know, maybe there's some allegory mixed in the scriptures when it says, "Behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky," right? And like, and in mystery Babylon, all in a single day, in a single hour, I saw smoke arising from all of her cities. Their economy is done. The laughter is done. The going to the bars is done. It speaks of the 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 trades and the mercantilism is done. The the uh, global center for precious metals exchange is done. Right, all of this is inside the U.S. It's done in a single day, in a single hour. So, um, from my perspective, I do see that, and and there's biblical precedence for this. How God deals with the nation like America. That is so steeped in blood. It is a city founded upon the blood of the innocents, again, spoken of in Scripture. Woe to you, O city, who has built your, who has built your city by bloodshed. Woe to you. Uh, biblical precedence says God brings another foreign enemy, as wicked as we are, if not worse, and utterly obliterates us in the suddenly. That's how it always goes down biblically. Which you're describing by avenues of interest, at least in part, big-time China. And um, did you know also, too, that Norfolk Naval Base has become the NATO command for North America? Yeah, I saw that recently, that they had that big ceremony boasting about how it's the uh, the center, the, the command post for all of NATO now is in Norfolk. Can you? Ex- and, and that's again something that a lot of Americans don't understand is like you know Charleston and Norfolk. We don't have. I mean, our our um, subsurface warfare fleet or submarine warfare fleet is the number one balance maintainer in the military globally is our submarine fleet. Most people think it's it's the surface warfare ships. It's the ability to project power with a. Uh, with our uh, naval assets, right, and our and our aircraft carriers and stuff like that, and our strategic air command and different space-based platforms and surveillance capabilities, but the number one threat to the whole world is always submarines. That's like the constant war that nobody ever talks about, nobody understands because you're not supposed to know or understand it. And I think it's interesting that Char- both Charleston and Norfolk are two. Uh, strategic submarine base areas and that's just where they happen to want to put nato which is on uh number one on russia's crap list right now so pretty interesting timing for that yeah very interesting timing in fact i've i interviewed sarah westall on this point and she actually sent me uh, pictures of the changing of the signs nato headquarters you know I, i look at this another way too I hear what you're saying about the invasion, and I certainly think your your logic is right on top of things. You, you're doing an excellent job, uh, I think, putting this together. But I also think that the reason NATO's here, it's a foothold for foreign troops, which we know Obama illegally created a treaty before he left office called the Kigali Principles that said in the event of anything going wrong in a country, the U.N. can come in. And the NATO people could go right under the UN flag and they could subjugate, let's say the military breaks away. Let's say the IRS starts rounding people up and I want to get to that in a minute too. And let's say the military says, <laughs> wait a minute, uh, our division is not on board with this. We're not going along with you. Then they have foreign troops on our soil to subjugate. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where there's, you know, uh, primary, secondary, tertiary ways that I could see this playing out. And I and I know that I've leaned that way um, 
very strongly as well too in, in an opinion with the whole defunding of the police the systemic racism right all this critical race theory stuff is that they were said they, they've been sowing the seeds for this idea that our law enforcement um and our military cannot toe the line because it's filled with um social justice or social injustices right it's actually human it's it's intrinsically under human rights violations at all times and because of the fomenting of chaos through the defunding of police through the through the fomenting of all these divisions unto civil war and economic collapse that they are sowing the seeds for the justification are not even the justification to create in the American populace an outcry for UN troops to come in and restore order. So I can see them being so strategic and playing these long games that they are they are getting ready to, you know, this is another angle that that they could be coming at it for is to create so much chaos internally that and and call it all human rights violations that the American people will actually demand that the UN troops on our and then you know our mainstream media and our elected officials will be all about it because they're all bought and paid for um, from top to bottom. Henry Kissinger had something to say about what you just said. He, he said they'd be shocked if UN troops came into Los Angeles, but the events could be so bad that they'll beg for it. That's interesting. That's because that, as soon as they started doing the defund police systemic racism thing, you know, I don't know if you saw California put forward some assembly bill three something blah 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 blah, uh, saying that anybody who's been a part of a rag- radical organization um, will be barred from serving in law enforcement. They consider a radical organization anybody who has ever attended church. Right. So like they they are wanting to purge and they've done it. Really, they've done it. They have forced all the patriots. They forced all the all the noblemen, all the men of valor, all those who operate by an ethos and a codes of conduct and and by a, a deep rooted character and a sense of selflessness. They have by they have de facto forced them out in early retirements. They forced them out by the vaccination. They forced them out by systemic racism. They have they have a forty percent reduction in recruitment. All the legit Americans don't want to go serve in the military. So now they just want the reprobates and the trannies, right? And they want the weak, the, the sniveling little weaklings that are going to go in there and have sexcapades with each other in boot camp, which one of my good friends just got out of the Navy on a medical discharge as soon as he could because of how perverse and reprobate it was in boot camp alone, right? And so they are doing this from this other angle. And this is the thing about the globalists. And, and I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but they don't have plan A or plan B. They have plan A through Z and then a bunch of Chinese hieroglyphs to go around with it. Like they have so many multiple different plans and angles of approach that, that at any given time they can completely shift trajectory and go into plan L M N O P. Right. And, uh, and so that's why I, I try to keep a very open mind and be fluid and adaptable with current events because they're fluid and adaptable with current events as well. well closing the avenues of escape. Um, if there is an, an outside invasion that comes into this country, Jamie, I think it's going to have to happen quickly. And the reason I say that is because when Trump is indicted... That's civil unrest. We're already seeing civil unrest. But if he's indicted, which I think is likely, uh, it's civil unrest. And it's a short skip to um, outright rebellion. And the government has planned for this. Jade Helm 16 hired crisis actors um, from a job site page, $18 an hour to play ex-American military who are now guerrilla chieftains and are disaffected from their military service. And then Robin Sage last year in North Carolina did the same thing. They practiced against military that had rebelled against the existing order. So they have prep for this in drills. Uh, and I do think that, well, let, let me go right to this. Let me cut right to the chase. Um, Posse comitatus prevents, legally prevents, uh, law enforcement agencies, senior law enforcement and military from rounding up American citizens in mass, like for FEMA camp incarceration. The IRS is outside that. That's why I believe they're militarizing the IRS. 
I think we're going to see not audits from 87,000 IRS agents. I think we're going to see uh, incarcerations done in mass. And this is what I think could set the military off. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, that I'm, I'm in total agreement um, with that perspective because most people can't fathom just how many 87,000 individuals are. That's I mean, I don't even know where they're pulling these people from. That is so many people. And not only that, you know, I know most most of the listeners are pretty in tune to what's going on in the world around them. And the fact that they're specifically calling, you know, in their job listing that you be willing to use deadly force against other Americans, you'd be willing to carry a firearm, you'd be willing to enter into dangerous situations like when in the world has an accountant or a bean counter ever been responsible for that? And it is fascinating that they are not a law enforcement agency. So like you said, they could not be accountable legally to being in violation of the Posse Comitatus Act. And now to back up one one more level to speaking about uh, uh, Jade Helm and then that other exercise out on the East Coast and this purging of the military of any authentic, uh, patriotic, pro-American, uh, moral individuals – is this is at the root as well too of the entire Afghanistan debacle and or and also uh, what's going on in Ukraine with the shipping of all of our major armaments over to Ukraine. We have depleted by two thirds our strategic reserves of all munitions. Like I mean I can't say all, but the majority of significant munitions, especially anti armor munitions. I was in fact I was a. I was a uh, tow missile gunner, heavy machine gunner, and then cross-trained on a javelin missile before I got into other um, different infantry-based stuff with kind of like what would be considered a reconnaissance platoon in the Marine Corps. Um, So I understand anti-armor. Like that was my wheelhouse is anti-armor. And that's why the Ukraine, as much as they've been suffering over there, they've been putting a hammer to Russia is because of the anti-armor missile systems. But that was strategically done to deplete our, our domestic reserves. All the equipment left in Afghanistan was to do that. All the equipment being shipped to Ukraine was to do that so that when the patriotic generals do seek to push back against the Luciferian elite and this um, diabolical takeover of the U.S., there is nothing to fight with. So all of this, again, is re- it's all related. I get yeah. go macro. I always got to go macro. It is all strategically related to the big show, right, including these 87,000 IRS agents that are outside official law enforcement capacities and obligations. Yeah, and we left out one thing. Sending our oil reserves to China. Yep, same thing. That cripples our military. and that gets into the push for electric cars, right? And and also this gets into the push for the central back digital currency. All this is being done by this current administration because they want to cut off your mobility. A people without mobility is a dead people. Mobility is your number one asset in any survival situation. It's not your firearms. It's not your night vision. Those things are awesome. It's mobility. So by creating a central back digital currency, which the IRS agents are going to go about enforcing, cutting off any ability to purchase fuel for your vehicles because of all their green climate change things and and pushing for legislation to do away with all combustible engines – are you kidding me to do away with all combustible engines and yet not having the infrastructure for anything electric? We keep seeing all these fiat apocalyptic fiascos of all these cars waiting to be charged. It's all designed to destroy your mobility, to destroy the ability of patriotic Americans to rally against foreign intervention and against a wicked government, to impede the patriotic general and military leader and law enforcement leaders from pushing back, it's all strategic. They are drying up every single source of our ability to push back. That's why I think what UN, China, at all, with our own government at the helm, are going to sweep across the U.S. without any problem whatsoever. I don't even think there will be there, – there won't hardly even be a fight. I'll give you the silver lining, and the silver lining may turn sour very quickly. But I wrote an article over 10 years ago, and I entitled it, Can Our M-16s Defeat Your F-16s? 
and I was talking about how we might have to descend into a generational guerrilla war to not succumb to the new world order. What do you think? Yeah, I think absolutely, and I think that's why they've been doing the Jade Helm exercise and elsewhere you know also um if you remember they they went into major training of nothing but underground tunnel systems because they know a lot of people are going to be driven underground so the military was shifting its entire strategic command for how to fight underground in next generation warfare right so again all these things have been going on in real time uh the the jade helm exercises which you i mean i've learned the most about it from from listening and reading the the material that you put out there dave is is that it's all about that remember we we're coming full circle now right it's all about that tactical decapitation of patriotic leadership that's what all the exercises are centered on so so again these guys have been playing a long game they've been playing four-dimensional chess against the american public while we're playing you know shoots and ladders going oh geez that's so stupid that he sent our oil oh geez that's so stupid that they uh left that equipment in afghanistan oh man why are we sending so much materials to to ukraine oh that's interesting why is uh trudeau meeting with the chinese and saying that their troops can come guard all their critical infrastructure inside china oh man what are they doing with this digital backed uh central bank currency why are they hiring eighty-seven thousand irs agents it's all all connected. All of it's connected. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'll tell you, if I were to put on my uh, fortune teller hat, I would say that we're going to have a long resistance from the public. And it'll be like Vietnam. Farmers by day, VC by night. And, and I don't mean that in a literal sense. I mean it more figuratively and symbolically. But I, I think when America gets backed into the corner, I don't think America is going to submit. And if you're not submitting, then what's your option? Because your option is an yeah. organized armed resistance. So I think it's going to go the guerrilla warfare route. I think we're going to see well, ma- massive sabotage and so forth. Luckily, there is still a significant proportion of the American populace that is, that does have a resiliency. And we do have... That intrinsic nature, a rebellious nature, a good rebellious nature, right? Um, just like the forefathers would have been called domestic terrorists, yet we call them, you know, freedom fighters and, uh, and, uh, you know, men of liberty and valor. But the English see them as domestic terrorists. So luckily that, that American, uh, manifest destiny, pioneering, you know, teeth gritting, overcoming, posture is still at the root of most americans uh unfortunately it's not at the root of the youth that's why this systematic attack and perversion of all children at every level and it's like is it one of those things where they're gonna wait for one more generation that was born into mask subjugated isolated through trauma-based mind control for years uh they've been groomed with every manner of mind searing uh pedophilia and perverse sexual perversities they've been their bodies have been bombarded with chemicals on levels we don't even know uh they they have been strategically created to be a drone class subservient to the government it's like are they going to wait another 15 years till these kids that are 10 12 20 you know 10 10 to 18 years old now are you know middle-aged adults and then they can just walk in and do whatever because it's one of those things where you're right. There is a resiliency and there is a strength to the to the American populace at large. And it's like, are they smart enough to wait another 15 years? Because then they could walk in and pretty much do whatever they wanted. Because this this new generation is so so subjugated by every manner of technocratic mind control and perversities it it would blow most people's minds if you really dug into it but i think there's a splinter in that approach and and i think the undermining aspect is this that any kid that's paying attention and i'm talking more like teenagers now and young adults in college if they're paying attention they're seeing that these philosophies destroy society they wreck families and and I think that this what's happening is I think the left has played their hand too far, and I think they've given kids reason to pause. And I hear this before I, I left education in 2018, and my younger co-eds used to say, 
I believe some of the socialism crap until I see what's going on now. I, I heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah, till they come and want to take your car or your property, and you're like, wait a minute. I, I, I just worked. You know, I have $65,000 in college debt. What do you mean you're going to come take that from me? You know, so. Well, they talked, yeah, uh, they talked on CNN. I was saying, they, they talked on CNN the other day about universal basic income, believe it or not. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Wow. I was shocked. Well, yeah. If, if it's at that level of mainstream media, then that, that means it's closer than what most of us realize. Cause I mean, I remember learning about universal basic income about 10 years ago that that was going to be, one of the major focuses you and Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 was to create a universal basic income. And again, through blockchain technology and with your social credit score, so that if you ever say anything out of alignment with the official Luciferian narrative, they'll just turn you off. That's they right. just turn off your income. That's this exactly right. Is central to the technocratic beast system. It's all economically controlled it is all about economics at the end of the day the entire end times narrative is centered around rampant perversity and violence and economic economic controls over yeah. the whole world you're exactly right i first heard about universal basic income in the late 70s when i was in college i had a professor who was friends with Angela Davis. Remember her, the wild oh, yeah. radical? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, he said, one day, none of you are going to need to work. The government will get, will take care of you until they get sick of you. And then one of the students raised their hand and said, what will they do then? Well, they'll get rid of you like they should. If you don't fit into the needs wow. of society, he was a real Fabian socialist. If you don't fit into the needs of society, then society should get rid of you. Yeah, I heard. Yep, I heard, there you go. I heard that. that 70s, said, 1977. Right? I heard this. Unbelievable, and, yeah. and they've done it. And that's one of those things that I, I, you know, I worked at a therapeutic boarding school in the Dominican Republic when I left public service doing all the other the cool guy jobs that I used to do back in the day. And we became in-house parents at a ther- therapeutic boarding school for teens, and that's when it dawned on me because I'd been studying this stuff for about ten years. And that's when it dawned on me that everything that I had read that they were wanting to accomplish was done. And I saw it in the 15 to 18-year-olds that I was their house. I was like their dad, right, like their surrogate father. As an in-house parent, me and my whole family lived with them uh, uh, to just shape their hearts and do all this healing and rehabilitation stuff. But I realized that everything that they had set out to accomplish was done. You know, they, you, you keep reading it. They said, by the third generation, by the third generation, by the third generation, this is what we're going to achieve. And being around 15 to 18-year-olds that are upper-middle-class American kids from from relatively Judeo-Christian homes at large, it was it's done. The things that they say, the things that they're inundated with, the things that they believe, the things that they have access to from the dark web, their understanding and their worldview is exactly in line with what all these Luciferian elite have been saying for the last 100 years. It's done. They did it. Well, until parents take their kids back to church. There's your antidote. Yeah. Well, I, Lord willing. Yeah. Lord gotcha. willing. Lord by the, willing. By the way, did you see, Go ahead. did you see that, uh, a leftist group uh, uh, tied to the Democratic Party said today that, um, what was it, Catholic rosary beads are a symbol of white Christian nationalism. Oh, my goodness. No, I didn't see that. It yeah. doesn't surprise me. It's like, what are they going to choose next? You know, I, I did a podcast yeah. on it on YouTube. Um, you know what my favorite thing is, is everybody saying that is like a 60-year-old white woman. <laughs> like, have you ever, ever noticed the, yeah. the top tier of wokesters are like 60 to 65 year old white women talking about white oppression and white this and white that I know. it's just insanity it's, it's delusional Freud would say yeah. they're sexually frustrated but this is a family show so we won't go there um, <laughs> yeah. Jamie we got about a minute left tell people how they can follow your great work yeah, sure. You guys, uh, the listeners can get a hold of me at, at omegadynamics.org. Um, that's kind of the landing page for, for the umbrella, umbrella ministry. And then also at calicobuffalobasecamp.com. Spell calico. Calico Buffalo Base Camp. C-A-L-I-C-O, Calico. Yep. 
And uh, we will post this interview to our website, and we'll put that information up there as well. Um, you have a ministry there, too. too. Do, you, do you meet and do a worship service on Sundays? Yeah, we do. We actually have uh, we have a church here, and, and uh, we have all kinds of different gatherings and try to have wow. events throughout the years. So, yeah, our, our focus is that people grew their roots down deep into Christ Jesus alone because I, that's the only thing that's going to sustain us w- w- is an identity w- yeah. in Christ. W- when I heal, i got to get up there and see this. It's too, too fantastic. Jamie, you're always a great guest. Doug and I want you on the TV show. We'll be in touch for that. Thanks so much for coming on The Common Sense Show. Thank you for having me on, Dave. God bless you. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.